Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sain, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. Welcome back to Brunch and Slay. Oh my goodness. I want to know, first off, have you ever had an idea that just kept you awake at night that you couldn't figure out? Okay. Number one, you're questioning yourself. Can I do this? Can it be done? How do I do this? I don't know where to start. Well, if you have had that idea, then you are not alone. First off, I want you to know that. And basically that's what launched our our guest who we have today. That's how she came to be. So she had an idea. It kept her up. And next thing you know, we have June. And today we have Ms. Shiva Tavakoli joining us, co-founder of June, which is a saffron hair oil just for now. There's so much more to come, but it is fabulous guys. I use this product and I thought, oh my gosh, where has she been? I have to talk to her. So without further ado, hello Shiva. Hi Amira. Thank you so much for inviting me on the show. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. Thank you for creating the best oil my natural hair has had in a very long time. Oh, so glad to hear it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, I've been getting good feedback and it's, it's just like, and I'm so surprised how it works on all these different types of hair. And I just, I'm just like so glad that it, I'm just so excited. for. What's oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's the best feeling in the world to know you created something that people want and need it. Yes, it definitely is. Yeah. So, I mean, Shiva is a powerhouse by herself. Um, you know, uh, I want got everybody to know, first of all, she is a Texan and you know how I love to support Texas women. So <laughs> Shiva, can you just tell us a little bit about your backstory so that the guys who haven't met you yet, haven't had the pleasure, can find out a little bit more about you? Yeah, sure. So I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. Um, I went to school here, um, basically up until college. In college, I went to Austin. And then I moved back here after college. And, you know, throughout my childhood, I kind of grew up in the salon industry. And because my father, he basically had over 200 salons in the Houston area growing up. And I would work there as a receptionist. And he would also had a hair care laboratory he opened up when we were younger as well. So he's been now operating that for a few decades. Wow. And so I worked in that laboratory too. And so like we have had a very strong tie to the city. Uh, We have had a very strong tie to the salon community. And I kind of grew up there, but it wasn't always clear to me that that's kind of the path I was going to go down, that I was going to make a hair care product because I'm not, I'm not quite sure why it wasn't clear. Cause I just didn't, I guess I didn't see a space for myself there. And it kind of came full circle to, you know, me starting this line like three in, in a launch three months ago. So yeah. is that it? Are you serious? Wow. Whoa, Shiva. Yes. And I, I feel like it, I don't know why it took me so long to find my purpose, but it did. And I'm, I'm glad I'm doing it now. Wow. I am too. Three months. That is phenomenal. Yeah. You have been one busy lady. I definitely have been. Yes. Okay. So I have to know more. So you go to college. What, what did you major in? So I majored in nutrition, international nutrition. So we learned about like the f- cuisine of different, you know, um, countries. We learned about, you know, overall nutrition, 
but I never really um, felt like that was my true passion. I sort of did it kind of because my parents kind of really wanted me to be a doctor. And so I was like, well, I don't really want to be a doctor, but I'll do the next thing that I seem like interested in. And that was nutrition because it seemed interesting and it was a science and I had to basically take all these pre-med classes. But, um, so yeah, I kind of compromised in a way. So you graduate and do you come back home and work for dad or do you jump right into nutrition? So no, I, cause I graduated, like when I studied nutrition, I kind of was like, I don't think I, um, want to, I kind of towards that I didn't know, realize I didn't want to do it anymore. So I came back and I was trying to figure it out and I worked for dad, but not on the capacity I do today. I kind of, um, he has a storefront as well. He has a distribution center where he sells beauty supplies and beauty products to hairstylists. So I kind of was an administrative assistant and a cashier and a bunch of other sorts of things. And I kind of did that for a while. And it it wasn't, for me, it wasn't really fulfilling and I wasn't very happy doing it. So, um, I, I, I did that for probably a year and a half or two years. And then I kind of wanted to go back to Austin because I do have this very creative side of me and I had wanted to pursue film for a while. And I knew sort of Austin was where that was, I felt that was the community for that was there more. And so, um, I moved back for a little bit and, um, kind of to find myself in a way too. Mm-hmm. So what did you do while you were in Austin? When I was in Austin, um, I was trying to do film and, you know, it's really hard to do that with like, I try to make my own film. That's what I try to do a short film. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to do that with like very little money. Um, it's just like, you know, making something out of nothing and like not having like a job like that to support creative endeavor is really difficult. And I do still want to do that. Um, but I sort of realized that, um, you know, through time that I did want to pursue this, you know, hair care product route. Like I, so I went back and after a while started working for my dad. Um, and I didn't know what capacity I would do it. You know, I didn't know if I was going to create a hair care line. I didn't know if I was going to continue his work, but I sort of kind of went back and I realized that I was kind of given a gift in a way by having this business, even though it wasn't clear to me what I would do with it. Mm-hmm. So how did the what did the initial idea come from for June? Um, before I created June, I worked probably like two to three years in the family business trying to figure out how to, um, market other manufacturer lines. So there was a lot of trial and error before I even like thought about June. Um, I, it was very difficult to market a line. I didn't have any hand in creating. So I had a lot of difficult time with our other manufacturer lines doing that. There was a lot of ups and downs from it. Um, there's a lot of things out of my control just because I wasn't there for the creation of it. Um, because market positioning and, you know, how you, because when you want to create a brand, you have to sort of understand the foundations of it and you have to build it slowly. And so I had a very hard time doing that, um, with a line that already was in existence. And so, um, with this new line, I sort of looked to my background and we're Persian. And, um, so I realized that, 
you know, we have such a rich culture with such rich ingredients. My grandpa was a spice trader. He used to export um, spices to Europe. So like saffron, pistachio, rose, etc. And my grandma used to use these in her cooking and her beauty rituals. And the woman, actually Persian women have been using them in her, their cooking and beauty rituals for many, many years. And so that's kind of where I decided to create June. And I incorporated a lot of these Persian ingredients into my hair products. Um, so that's kind of where I went with it. Wow. Okay. So you're finding your way you're at a, and I love that you're sharing and being so honest and transparent about it because so many of us graduate college and a lot of us go in the fields that we think will be lucrative because that's what we're told to do. you right. That's, that's what we're told. And then we get there and, and we realize that there's no joy in it. There's nothing that fills us up. And I think it's totally okay um, to realize that you need to be filled up. A lot of times people try to tell you, oh, you can do that on the side, but you answered the call, you explored and you decided, okay, um, let me figure out what to do. And you, and you just went for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. It was definitely not easy to start your own line or to even realize that I needed to do that. So yeah, definitely. So what was that? Now, mind you, you, you first of all, you work with your brother. You co-founded this with your brother. What is that like? So everyone always asks me that. They're like, is it difficult <laughs> to work with your brother? How does that work? And I feel like me, like we're so close. And yes, we always, like we do bicker, like siblings do. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like we love each other and we're so close. We understand each other like on a, such a cellular level that I don't think you can really have that connection with many people in this world than as you like than you do with your siblings. So I just feel like even if we like kind of fight, we make up really fast. And he's yeah. also very easy to work with. Like he has a very relaxed personality, um, very understanding. And he doesn't, um, I think we both don't hold grudges. And I think that's a big thing. Like if you're going to hold grudges, then you really shouldn't be, it's going to be very difficult to work with someone. If you're like a person that holds a lot of grudges, I feel like. Right. So you have this idea. Do you go to your brother or was he kind of with you when you figure out, okay, it's a, it's an oil. Let's try this. How did that come to you? Um, I think I sort of thought about it. I was like, I have an idea. I think we should, you know, use our family background and um, our the ingredients that we grew up with. And so I kind of told him and he, I mean, he wasn't sure because of course it's something like different and, but he, he came on board, like it didn't take very long for him to come on board. And so he, he agreed with me and he does, he still works a lot in the family business. So he's kind of running the show in that sense. And I'm kind of more full on with June. So, um, I did a lot of like the work in the beginning, like trying to get the brand up and going and kind of testing out the products, et cetera. So Wow. That's, that was my next question. So, okay. I know you have this laboratory and I know you probably do this all the time. So you don't think about it, but paint a picture for me. What is that like? Do you go in or do you say, give some ingredients to a chemist and say, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. Let's kind of play with it. Or are you literally like with beakers and pots and, you know, saffron everywhere? How do, what does that that's look funny. like? <laughs> um, no, we have a cosmetic chemist. He's really good actually too. So I just, I tell him my idea and he basically tells me if I'm like, like, he's like, no, that's not going to work. Or he's like, okay, let's try it. Let's test it out. And so, um, I'm glad he was like, he's basically like, yeah, just, you know, so basically we're just testing different things out. And, um, it took a while, especially since there's actually saffron floating in the product. Mm -hmm. And that was challenging in and of itself 
because you have to really think about what other kinds of oils works in that, what other kinds of um, ingredients like works with the actual floating spice in it. Um, And so kind of through a lot of trial and error, we finally got down the final um, product. Wow. So how from there you get the product, the packaging is beautiful. Number one, you know, I'm a huge, I'm a product junkie period. I am. But when it comes to hair products, I'm not, I typically stay to my core things, especially since I've gone natural or, or returned to the natural state of my hair, shall I say? Um, I have been very particular about not becoming a product junkie when it comes to hair maintenance. So when it comes to oils, my experience is like, I have this thick hair and it drinks oil. And a lot of women of color who have natural curly hair uh, have that problem and we need it. You need oil to sustain those curls, to keep them from popping and make sure they're not fragile and all that good stuff. So finding oils that I really like that really coat my hair and, but still feel light and don't weigh it down. That is so difficult. And you have the perfect balance of that. So how did you know, did you use a lot of oils? Was that something that you knew you needed also? Yeah. So we actually do have other lines that have oils and I feel like our chemist is actually very good at making oils as well. I mean, he's good at making a lot of different products, but I've seen him make several other oils and he's very, very helpful when it came down to like, you know, like giving him direction. He really took it well. He really came out with a great product. Um, and I think that helped as well. And I, and I did listen to a lot of the feedback people gave me. They, one of the biggest things was that your hair gets weighed down. And so we created a product that isn't very heavy. That's the one thing I do hear a lot actually, is that this product will not weigh your hair down. Oh yeah. No, seriously. I can't wait till I straighten it out next and use it, but I use it a lot, at least three to four times a week, um, on my hair. And, uh, you definitely have a lifelong customer here. (laughs) Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So you have this idea, you get with the chemist, you, after you've been in the lab for a while, it's, you picked out this beautiful packaging. How do you get it into stores? What was that like? So we're still in the process of working that out. Um, we've only been around for three months, but we are stocked in some Houston salons, Um, and we're stocked in St. Cloud as well, which is a boutique. And I guess the way, since we have been in the salon industry, we sort of have sales reps that have go to salons and say, sell hair color. They sell, um, like other national lines, they sell or other manufactured lines. So we sort of have some relationships with salons as well. So, um, it wasn't too difficult to do the salon route, um, but we're also hoping to, you know, go sell on our website and get bigger there, like using Instagram and marketing through that route, which I think we haven't done before. And, um, that's what we're working on next. Oh yeah. I mean, um, it was our, June was already featured in Allure magazine as one of the top hair oils of 2017. I'm sure that that was something different. So you can't go online yet and, and, and grab some more June. You can on, uh, it's so it's June hair It's J double O N, uh, hair Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just, I, I don't know. I think it's really, it's just amazing to me. Anytime I meet someone who truly, especially I, I'm just still flabbergasted that it's only been three months because you would never know that. <laughs> so that means you're definitely walking in your space. So 
What advice do you have for someone who is wanting to make a any kind of product, not necessarily just hair care, but have a product, have a dream, uh, and where do they start? I would definitely, uh, the first thing I would do is research what's out there so you can kind of figure out what you can make that doesn't already exist. So there's obviously other hair oils, but I really wanted to make something that was different from your typical like hair oil that I've seen. And so kind of research is the first place I would start and go from there. And so now you, you kind of mentioned that you would give people samples. Is that something you, you did a lot in the beginning or you having like, you know, groups at your home? How were you getting samples out to people? Who were you giving these samples to? So you got it in the create and cultivate bag. Um, I try to do events like that, which I know there's a lot of girls who, you know, love beauty products or buy beauty products and who typically are really interested in beauty. So I try to look for events like that to give away samples in. Um, there, so when I give it to like hairstylists, obviously, and if someone's interested, I, I will as well. Um, but I, I wish there was a way I could just give out samples through my website, but it's so hard. Um, I haven't found the best way yet, but I've had been people requested to me. I do pop-ups and I give samples there sometimes, but like, um, so I'm just trying to find the best way to go about that. Cause I want people to try it. And sometimes people need to try it in order to buy it. So, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can might imagine. So when it comes to, I guess, business, especially at this point, we kind of talked a little bit prior to us starting to record. You're a millennial. You're in this transition phase. And I love the spirit of the season that we're in right now. Um, what, who inspires you? What's inspiring you right now? That's a very good question. Um, well, my dad inspires me because he was the first business person I knew. Um, I have good mentors that really inspire me every time I uh, feel like I can't do something or not that I can't do something, I guess, that I'm struggling or there's, you know, a bump in the road. I turn to them and I ask them, you know, what they would do. Um, I have like, there's like woman entrepreneurs I look up to, um, like Sarah Blakely, Oprah, you know, like those very strong, powerful women. I look at them, I look at their journeys and what it took for them to get to the places that they are because it's never been a smooth ride for anyone. So right. that all helps me. So what do you wish that you knew um, prior to starting? Like, seriously, what, what has been the biggest pitfall that you were like, oh my God? <laughs> That's a really good question. Um, I guess mentorship is super helpful. And there's so much I didn't know. I can't even tell you how much I didn't know because there was so much I didn't know until I did it. And I guess for people starting something, some people don't start things right away because they think like, oh, I have to know everything. And so they don't start something for years. They sit there thinking like, I should do this, but they don't do it. And I think you should just jump in and see how it goes because it's just so hard to, because you don't know what you don't know. So that's, I think, the hardest thing about me doing this and going down this road. It was but like, I think that's important. I yeah. think sometimes not knowing is a blessing <laughs> because if you knew everything, it would seem much more difficult. You know, we have no idea uh, in the world of having your own business or entrepreneurship that there are so many obstacles. You're doing everything and you're creating something from scratch and you're branding it and you're wearing every single hat that you can possibly uh, wear. And if you knew 
that up front, I think it would be much more difficult for people to commit to the long road ahead. Um, so I think it's kind of beautiful not to know. And it's a good thing. Yeah, I completely agree. I think if there's certain, if I knew certain things, I may not have gone down this road. Um, I agree. I think there's, it's kind of good to be naive in a way. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what's next for June? So we're still talking about the strategy, but next year we're definitely going to release some new products. We're still working on it. So I can't announce what that will be and really just growing on uh, social media and Instagram, um, sort of pushing that ahead is definitely like the next phase. Yeah. I love it. So if you could change anything, I guess, about this journey from undergraduate to, to creator. <laughs> Is there anything that you would like, would you stay in Austin a little bit longer? Cause now you have film. I can totally see you making these commercials. There's so many ways for your creativity to be used. Um, is there anything that maybe you would go and spend a little bit more time on or, uh, or go back to? Yeah, there actually is a lot. I mean, I probably wouldn't, I probably wouldn't major in what I majored in maybe, Although I do like nutrition, it's really interesting, but I feel like there would probably other majors that were more useful for what I'm doing, even film or business, something along those fields. Um, Maybe I wish I could have lived somewhere else, maybe like New York or LA, but I really am happy with the path I'm going now. So I have really nothing to complain about, but I guess I wish I was um, maybe more confident in the past to pursue certain routes like full heartedly. I love that. So where can people follow you, Shiva? So my Instagram is me or my product? Well, both. Yeah, they, they like you now, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so my product is uh, June J-O-O-N Hair Care. Um, that's the Instagram. And my personal uh, Instagram is it's at breakfast and bloopers. So, <laughs> yeah. Do I want it? Oh, and I forgot to ask you, how did you come up with the name June? So June, my brother actually came up with that name. And June basically means uh, my dearest in Farsi. So you would say Amira June. And that means like dear Amira. So it's a very cute word. And it was such a cute word of endearment. Um, so I kind of was like, I have a lot. I can use this word. And I could call my followers Junies. And I just thought there was a lot I could do with the word. Oh, I so. love it. Look at you, yeah. Miss, Miss Brains Power. Okay, Thank I you. love that. No, Thanks. I love the meaning. And that was something I definitely, I'm sitting here looking at it again. And I'm like, I love that. I know it means something. And I love my dear. That is beautiful. Yeah, I'm you. so happy that you could join us today and share your story, guys. And you have got to try this oil out, especially for all you natural hair women. It's so light. It's great for that. I use it when I'm practicing my lock method, you know, my leave-in, my oil and conditioner. Day after I've done a wash, I spritz my hair with my leave-in, and then I put a little June on there, and it's just like right back where it needs to be. So um, I'm definitely going to put links in the show notes so that you guys can follow Shiva and support June, especially all of my Texas folks, because she is a Texas woman doing great things, and she is a Texas woman of color creating a space and creating products uh, that that help us all. So thank you so much, Shiva. Thank you so much. And and you guys, uh, if you really are loving the show and you are having a great time hearing from all these beautiful women and all these great stories to inspire us to live our best lives, I want you to do me a favor and subscribe. It's really easy. Whatever platform you're on right now, just click that subscribe button. If you're on my website, uh, you can just click subscribe from any platform that you listen from in our podcast section. And if you have subscribed, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now share. Go on Facebook, Instagram, 
Instagram, Twitter, wherever you communicate, share and review because reviews make the world go round. And I am definitely trying to build and continue to grow so that more people can hear stories from other women who are just like them. Because if she can, I can, and we all can. So thank you again for joining us. And until next time, it's Samira for Brunch and Play. Bye.